Blog Talk Radio. Oh, here we go. Yes. I want to be nasty. Do you mind? Do you mind? We're going to have the wall. We're building the wall. We're building the wall, folks. We're building the wall. Are we clear? I am more for the military, and I am the most militaristic person in this room. Are we clear? I would have a military that's so strong that we would never have to use it. Are we clear? We won with poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. I will totally accept the results of this great and historic presidential election if I win. Are we clear? A movement that even our enemies back there, look at all that press, among the most dishonest people in the world. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. The dishonest media, which has published one false story after another, We went through the greatest witch hunt in political history. Are we clear? And I would say that Hillary is highly overrated. But Bill Clinton sexually assaulted innocent women. Are we clear? And Hillary Clinton attacked those women viciously. Bill Clinton was the worst abuser of women ever to sit in the Oval Office. He was a predator. I'll be back. President Obama. He is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS. Okay? He's the founder. You snotty little bastard. He founded ISIS. <laughs> and I would say the co-founder would be crooked Hillary Clinton. That the Clinton campaign has paid people to disrupt violently our rallies and to incite absolute total bedlam. Oh, God, can you ever imagine what would happen to the country? Are you back there, darling? Who's protesting? Anybody? Oh, get out of here. Get them out. Get them out. Out. Get out. Out. Tick-tock, tick-tock. By the way, is there any place that's more fun or creative to be than a Trump rally, right? Oh, I stood all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. In the face, in the face, punch, punch some people in the face. Punch, punch people in the face, in the face, punch, punch some people in the face. I will build the greatest wall. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown. Listen, this is the way it is. Of Muslims entering the United States. And I accept your invitation to run and serve as Vice President of the United States of America. Hmm. Hmm. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Amanda, how you doing? Hey, darling, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Did you hey. hear that? Uh, is that Andy? Hey, Andy. How we? Yeah. How we doing, man? How's it going? This is the Coast to Coast show. It is the Monday show, and yes, good to see yes. you guys. Hope you had you had a good weekend. I trust. It was. Cool. I had an awesome weekend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ooh, that's a fun. Kitty. I hear something back there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, How about so, you, Andy? So How's your weekend? Are, hey, you know, uh, I don't like and stand, and I can't stand no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <I'll> <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good weekend. Really, really Sorry about that, guy. It was um, our sponsor calling us. That's all. Cream truck. Oh, okay. It sounded like, okay. sound like it sounded like the ice cream truck. Oh, okay. Was, was that the ice cream? 
Anyway, how was your weekend, Amanda? It was blessed, darling. I cannot complain. You know, um, took the opportunity to uh, see some family uh, that I haven't mm-hmm. seen, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was lovely just to see them. And uh, bearing in mind, we're keeping to the COVID rules, people. We're keeping to the COVID rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's getting very tough there. I understand. It's getting very tough there. It really is, darling. It really is. Yeah. But um, it's, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, he- I mean, here, here. I mean, let's. Last we haven't done an update in a while, but here we have. Uh, you know, what is it? Uh, Forty million two hundred forty thousand seven hundred cases uh, worldwide. A million one hundred fifteen thousand nine hundred seven deaths in the United States. Crazy. We have eight million one hundred seventy-seven thousand cases and two hundred nineteen thousand eight hundred eighty deaths in the United States. Wow. And oh my God. And, uh, and yeah, I mean that number again. Deaths in the United States, 219,880. That's when people have died in the United States um, from COVID so far, directly as a result of COVID. It's unbelievable. And, um, you know, Trump, again, uh, continues to deceive and lie. Um, you know, what else is new? Nothing. You know, he's, he's, he's going out doing his rallies. Nobody's wearing masks. Um, now he's bashing uh, Fauci. Um you know, and it goes on and on and on. We only have another, was it 15 days now, guys, till the U.S.? Man, yes. It seemed oh, like the longest wow. 15 days in the world. It seemed like five years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what we're going to do when this is uh, all over. I just have no idea what we're going to do when this all, uh, when this all, when the election is done and behind us. What are we going to talk about on this show? Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of things popping up. We have a lot of things, man, to talk about. We have Conspiracy Friday. Yeah. Oh, we, we do have Conspiracy the, Friday. Yes. We have yes. the creation of Andes and Kini to make. Yes. <laughs> Andy Spring Cleaning, what's that? <laughs> Your oh, Andes Kini. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, my bikini. I'm going to definitely wear a bikini after the election, depending on who wins. We'll be setting that picture up for sure. I've been, I've been shopping. I've been shopping. I'm liking the pink one. I'm liking the hot pink with the black stripes so far. That's the one I'm looking at. American American flag bikini one, right? <laughs> Half um, UK. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Sponsor this. So let's get on with the news, Amanda. UK, go ahead. You're on. What's going on? Okay, guys. Well, um. I wanted to cover something that has been in the media here for about three years now, and I I think it mm-hmm. deserves some limelight today. Um, so basically, let me give you a rundown of something that happened three years ago. It was a, uh, a fire in a tower called the Grenfell Tower Fire. So mm-hmm. on 14th of June 2017 in West London, they experienced the deadliest structural fire in the UK since 1988. And um, it was the worst UK residential fire since the Second World War. Um, wow. The fire yeah. had broken out in a 24-story residential tower block of flats, which is apartments to those in the US, mm-hmm. uh, with 72 mm-hmm. deaths, including two who later died in hospital, more than 70 mm-hmm. injured, and 223 people who thankfully escaped. But the block itself was built in the 70s and recently renovated. Now... Here's the horror of the story. So the fire started from a fridge freezer on the fourth floor and spread very quickly up the building's exterior with fire and smoke on all the residential floors. So this was all down to the building's materials, the cladding, the external insulation, the air gap between, which enabled the stack effect. The building's smoke extraction system was not working as firefighters had major problems with the water supply and there was no wet riser, which is a water filled pipe that runs up the building to be used in the event of a fire. So with all this neglect, um, on that fateful night, more than 250 London firefighters and 70 fire engines were involved to stop the fire, which burnt for roughly about 60 hours. Like 20 ambulances, you know, specialists, response teams, police, London, uh, air ambulance, and so on. So after a long investigation into the events that took place between the 14th of September 2017 to October 2019, it affirmed that the building's exterior 
did not comply with regulations and was the central reason why the fire spread and that the fire service was too late in advising residents to evacuate. A second phase to the investigation went deeper, which began on the third anniversary this year. So in June, the fire was being investigated by the police, a public inquiry, coroner's inquest, and so on. And among the issues investigated were the management of the buildings by uh, Kensington and Chelsea London Borough Council. Um, also, the responses of the fire brigade, the council, government agencies, and so on. Later in the aftermath of the fire, the uh, council's leader, deputy leader, and chief executive resigned and took direct control of the housing um, provided by KCTMO. So the government commissioned an independent review of the building regulations of fire safety. Uh, across the UK and in some other countries, local governments have now investigated other tower blocks to find that they have similar cladding. So this could be a major incident and quite a scary one for other people. So now, fast forward to this present moment, yeah. In Brentford, West London, a tower block has been evacuated over the fears of its safety. We're finding uh, faulty cavity barriers. And uh, every occupant of like 1,059 homes are being moved out this week into Whoa. alternative accommodation. Yeah, the residents um, luckily found accommodation, bless them, like in, in hotels and some places like that. But they are being provided with financial support. Um, so these poor guys, I mean, there's a lot of them that are self-isolated after testing positive for COVID as well, mm. which is quite scary for them. So there's, there's all that drama, but I really wanted to mention that because it keeps popping up in the news and I'm sure there's many people out there that are quite fearful over the situation with these buildings. Wow. Um, the other wow. thing I wanted to mention, if okay, is, is moving on to COVID. So yeah. this is really important that from 6 p.m. on Friday the 23rd um, of October until the start of Monday the 9th of November, Wales will go into a circuit break lockdown in which people will be told to stay at home in most circumstances. Secondary mm. school pupils above year eight will switch to online learning only. People must not visit other households or meet people they do not live with. Pubs, restaurants, and non-essential shops will close. Leisure businesses, community centres, libraries, and recycling centres will also shut. Places of worship will be closed for normal services, except for funerals and weddings. Adults mm. living alone or single parents will be able to join with one other household for support from anywhere in Wales. So for any of our UK listeners who have any concerns over the restrictions in your part of the UK, a great place to check out all these details about your area is www.gov.co.uk forward slash coronavirus. Can you, Sorry, can you spell out that, that website again? Um, what's yeah. that website again? The website is www.gov.co.uk forward slash coronavirus. Man, man, man. And in Pennsylvania, we have some breaking news, man. The Supreme Ooh, Court rejects GOP attempt to requ um, require mail-in ballots by receiving by Election Day in Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. 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 So okay. so that means that. Do you know, um, um, I want to probably go over the numbers in the polls a little bit later on the show, but uh, it, it's still even in the swing. And I don't mean to get away from what, what we were talking about in the in the in UK, but your brother's breaking news about with bail in Dallas. But just real quick, um, the swing states, uh, which Trump won handedly in 2016, now show Biden ahead by very small margins, but they do show Biden ahead. Now, and you don't want to place too much weight on these polls because we saw what the polls in, were indicative of in 2016, and the rest is history, what happened after that. But, but also fact that it was not fact in 2016 is that the numbers that Biden is showing way ahead of Trump are much more significant than those same numbers were when Hillary Clinton was running against Trump in 2016. Right. Uh, we, have to, we have to also remember that many people just didn't like Hillary Clinton. There was a baggage that, you know, uh, some people were, you know, didn't want a woman uh, to be president. I frankly don't blame them. 
And anyway, uh, no. Uh, uh, excuse but, me, excuse me, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this I keep saying, you know, there, there we go in another. You know, who's going to do the cooking? Do you know what I'm saying? You know, I want a nice apple pie. You know what I mean? I like a nice pasta. You know, and, and you, 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 there goes another empty kitchen. So I don't blame them. I would have kept her in the kitchen and put somebody else in there too, you know? No, but anyway, uh, no, seriously. Seriously, um, no, and I, I voted for, for Hillary Clinton and, you know, many, of course, many more voted for Hillary Clinton than voted for Donald Trump. The tune of 2.75 more million people voted for Clinton than voted for Trump in 2016. And a mere 75,000 people thereabouts put, uh, put Trump in the White House, and that would be about two votes per precinct, in some cases less than that. Uh, and so, you know, was that the will of the people in 2016? Did the will of the United States population want Trump to be president? The answer in the terms of popularity is absolutely not by the tune of almost three million more people voted for his, uh, his uh, opponent. So I think that will be remedied in, in 2020, and Biden does not have that same issue uh, with people just not liking him. A lot of people just – you know he's a very likable guy, and you know even folks that mm. that you know wow okay, you know they've seen four years of Trump just about. Uh, you look into the next four years, what are we going to see that's much different? If anything, they're going to be more sig- significantly worse. Um, he has no plan. He's presented no plans. He has no plan for COVID. He hasn't presented anything. The only thing he does is is knock the. Democrats and the Democrat ran, according to him, states and municipalities uh, and Antifa and Antiqua and, uh, and Ar- Antarctica and everything else. Because it's an A. I uh, know. Uh, yeah, it seemed like the all uh, start with N. <laughs> all we <he> does <laughs> is bash, and that's all he can do. You know, what, what's his, he hasn't presented anything. And I think, um, I think it's become evident. And here's also the truth. Nothing we could say on the show, there's nothing anybody can post on any social media platform that's going to change the way somebody's already decided to vote. I think everybody has already decided who they're going to vote for. There's nothing we could do or any of the show or any of the commentator can, can project that's suddenly going to make somebody say, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm not going to vote for blank. I'm going to vote for this person instead of that person. That ain't going to happen. There's nothing we can say here. If, as they said, if Trump said himself, if he walked down Fifth Avenue in the middle of daylight, and somebody, he'd basically still be right there with him. And that's a fact. As a matter of fact, people have been interviewed at Trump rallies, and they've been asked, hey, if Trump shot somebody on Fifth Avenue in the middle of the daytime, would you still support him? And one of them said, mm, absolutely I would. And that well, just goes to show, you know, and, and it's, it's, that's not indicative of the entire Trump base, of course, and I don't want to make it sound like it is, but it's just a sampling, you know, it's just a sampling. Um, yeah. One other thing I want to mention here. We have this, as you were saying, Amanda, in the UK, coronavirus yeah. here is as bad as it was in some places in July, in some places as bad as it was in April. We had a lockdown in, in many portions of the country back then. We now uh, just spread off the, the figures that are devastating. Um, you know, we're having you know 850 people to 1,200 people. They are dying. They're losing their lives. And uh, Trump is out there dancing uh, at rallies. Um, and <laughs> And here, here, here is interesting stuff. We have airlines that have laid off tens of thousands of people. We have folks here that can't pay the mortgage, just can't pay the rent, they can't make the car payments, they can't put food on the table because they lost their jobs or somehow financially suffering because of the coronavirus. There's a $1.8 trillion on the table to provide relief. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, the number two in line to be president should something happen to the president and vice president, is is so playing games with this bill because it's not it is not inclusive enough for her. And I just and I'm hoping that a caller five one five six zero five nine eight 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 can set, can set us our listeners straight. What is missing in the Republican offered? You know I don't know what you call it bailout um, assistance. You know. $1.8 trillion to put money in the hands of Americans that need it right now. And and I hope, you know, and Pelosi's a Democrat, and I got to tell you, I, I'm just not, if some other Democrat or somebody can call the show and let me know 
what the holdup is and why I'm I got my not waiting for my check. All right, you know what I'm saying? And as yeah, and many many Americans <laughs> are. We need relief now. We, we and what you know. And, and again, we on this show we said we said so many times. You know, we don't we're not speaking. Oh, you know, if, if we're just going to stand for what's on the Democratic agenda, what's on the Democratic platform, whoever's running the Democratic tickets, we're not doing that. You know, I just don't. Pelosi's a Democrat, and I got to wonder right now. What the hell is going on, and what is she playing with 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 hundreds of millions of people here in the United States who need some assistance because we're having a tough time right now with this corona March none of us asked for it it's here and yeah. and I'm just wondering what the holdup is in this one point eight billion dollar bill and in all due credit to them have added more they've added more they've added more they've added more. We're not going to use $1.8 trillion of this. We're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars. They got $1.8 trillion on the table to bear out small businesses, to bail out the airlines, to let people pay their mortgages and their rents and put food on the table. What the hell is going on, Nancy? Where, where is your brain? You know, as you know, I remember when Barack Obama and, uh, passed the Affordable Care and a lot of people – you know, well, you know, many, many, many people's insurance rates went through the roof, and in some cases became un- unaffordable for the Affordable Care Act. But then yeah. again, twenty some million people got health insurance that couldn't get it before, but many other people paid a lot more money. But at that right. time, Barack Obama said, "He said right out of the gate, this is the first national health care program we've ever had. It needs a lot of work. It needs tweaking. We have something in place." Put something together, send it to my desk with a tweak, I will sign it. And the Republicans purposely did not do that. Are you kidding me? Why would they use such a thing to make, you know, to, to increase Obama's popularity? The guy was a rock star then. But the point of the matter is, he said, look, let's get this thing out. We can tweak it later. So, what I'm asking Congress, the Senate, and the president to do, and the president will sign this bill. Hope Trump will sign it tomorrow. $1.8 trillion. In play, we can go back and tweak later. You know, Pelosi, you want more? You know, why don't you wait? There will probably be a, a, a regime a regime change in January. I'm sure. You never know for sure. It's not a fact. But Biden's probably going to win this thing. There's a very good chance the Senate's going to flip as well. We can tweak, Nancy, whatever you want. Let's talk about it later. What's not in that $1.8 trillion? I don't know. Let's talk about it later. We can put it in. We can tweak it in. But in the meantime, Americans need this now, and I don't understand what the delay is. Do you call five one five six zero? What's the number again? Five one five six zero five six zero five nine eight eight eight. I didn't mean to go on every year, folks, but I just don't get. It. I'm hoping that somebody can call or text or whatever. You might, you know, uh, mental telepathy. Let me know by osmosis. <laughs> what, what is the delay, and what Pelosi want? I don't know what she wants. Does anybody know what she wants? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Cordell, do you know what she wants? I think she wants to do something. I'll tell you on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> what she needs. I don't know what she wants. I already do. Wasn't a song um, named What She Wants or something like that? I don't recall. Uh, the song that came to my mind was The Spice Girls. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But that, you know, again, I hate to go on a um, on a tirade, but I just don't get it. Because I, I got people calling and texting and, and um, you know, wondering, asking me and, and friends, you know, who, who, who aren't in a, in a financial situation where I am. And believe me, I need that check as yeah. much as anybody. But, but I've got friends that are, you know, single moms with kids and school and tuitions and things that just – you know, you know, who've been downsized and that of work and just yeah. suffering financially they because of this virus. And and yeah. and Pelosi's sitting there playing games. What is going on? I, I, I know what it is. I know what it is. It just came to me. Somebody just texted. Here it is. Got it. What is it? Nobody bakes a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. Nobody bakes a Yes, she's looking for the tasty cake. 
Oh my gosh. I could sure go for a tasty printer? cake right now. Close to that, we have $1.8 trillion sitting there going nowhere because her and her damn tasty cake desires. I'll tell you. Wow. Why? She wants the lemon pie, right? What yeah, flavor tasty cake do right. they do? Oh my God. But what would you think, Cornell? What'd you say? I said, what flavor tasty cakes do they do? Do they like do lots and lots? Oh my gosh, tell me about oh, it's so many uh, flavors. Right, okay, okay. What's the most it's, popular? Uh, oh my gosh, I was I would the tasty cake that I would offer is um the eclair pie. Oh, oh that's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, no. it's a it's a crust. With the chocolate frosting and a and a yeah, Boston cream pie interior in, inside, you know oh that. Uh, oh, it's so good! It's so good! It's so. Hey, good. Andy, do, do, yeah. check this out. They yes. um, they make the um oh my gosh um so, what what a Sunday Sunday um it's like a Sunday pie. It tastes like a Sunday. It, it have the You're same kidding. ingredients. But it tastes like a Sunday inside the filling. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's God. new. See, man, we don't yeah. have access to that here in California. Nor does Amanda have it in the UK. No, no. Wow! Got it, I got it, man. Uh, uh, next, next, next order, uh, Cornell. You know what I'm saying? Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> oh, the pumpkin, the pumpkin pie. Oh my gosh! Wow! A pumpkin pie. Oh, and have, mm. do you ever have the strawberry pie? The strawberry. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Strawberry. That is fab. Fab. And the peach pie is great. They also have chocolate cupcakes. They have chocolate cream filled cupcakes. They've got chocolate junior like cakes with layer cake and coconut layer cake. Uh, they call yeah. coconut juniors. They got peanut butter. They got cho- oh, it goes on and on. They've got plenty of stuff. What's all it help you? Made and baked right early. That's why more on the East Coast. Uh, you know, it's a regional. It's a regional. Um, you know, uh, bakery. But, Excuse uh, me while I uh, wipe the excess saliva from my mouth. <laughs> you, you and I are thinking the same, Amanda. You and me, it's that chocolate, such a turn on, you know what I'm saying? I know, right? <laughs> Nobody does a cake as tasty as a tasty cake. <laughs> okay, now I know I'm going to get Amanda when she comes over here. You bet. You bet. <laughs> I'll be smiling, Andy. I'll be smiling. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. Loving it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, so um, I was going to ask you. Oh, I heard something, and I realized this. I did some research. We are the only live radio show, the internet or otherwise, that brings to the UK or any two countries together live for an on-air discussion. That is awesome. There are news networks. There's reporters around the world that gives live feeds, and hey, live from here, live from all the world, of course. But in terms of an ongoing call-in live talk show that joins two countries together and offers perspectives on global affairs from two different parts of the world. We are the only one there is on the planet Earth. Oh, that's badass. Pretty, Definitely. Pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty, pretty cool. cool. Wow. Well, thank you for and, looking into that, and, and through my connections with the Jet Propulsion Laboratory here in LA and NASA and Elon Musk, we are going to be the only show that not only joins countries together, but when they go to Mars, we're going to be joining planets together with a live feed from Mars as well. Awesome. <laughs> I'm on a spaceship. I'm gone. I can just imagine you reporting from Mars, Cornell. <laughs> right. He's got his supply of Kona beer, tasty cakes, you know, he's good Everything. to go. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and I mean everything. A truckload of Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. And some onion rings with extra ketchup Ooh. on them. Yes. Extra crispy. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Well, well back to the um the series yeah. news. Nah. Sorry, guys. Andy, how was your weekend? What'd you say? How was your weekend? Oh, I thought we already did that. Um, let me oh, we did. One. This yeah. Last week? Oh, no, we never yeah, asked you. Oh, you, my weekend was... 
Like, it was pretty good, actually, you know? I, uh, thank you. Thank you for asking. You know, not too bad. You know, probably didn't, not you know, it was all right. Can't complain. Weather was beautiful well, here in Southern California. Got down to some beach areas and just beautiful here. I love, love life here. No question about it. It's great here in yeah. Southern California. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, I spent a lot of time over the weekend uh, monitoring the poll results, what's happening in the swing states, how's this election coming along with the, with the actual election day coming closer and closer, uh, mail-in ballots, absentee ballots being completed, um, and what we have now um, in the uh, national polling average. This is just the average, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of all the polls, we have Joe Biden. If the election were held today, right? Yeah. Joe Biden is fifty-three percent, and Donald Trump is forty-two percent. Interesting. So um, wow. that's, I think that's how it averages out. Am I right about? Yeah, that's how it averages out. So if you look at some of the polls uh, specifically, um, individually, you're looking at. Um, well, there's a lot of, of media polls, and I don't, a lot of people don't give them much weight, but they, they contract out the different companies who do those polls, right, professionally. But, um, but just look at some of the Andes, like the Kaiser Family Foundation poll um, shows Biden at 49% and Trump at 38%. Uh, NPR, you know, National Public Radio, Castings mm-hmm. poll, um, yeah. shows Biden at 54 and Trump at 43. Uh, University of Massachusetts poll, University. 53 Biden, Trump 43. NBC News, Wall Street Journal combined poll shows Biden at 53, Trump at 42. ABC News and the Washington Post, they combine their polling efforts and show Biden at 54, Trump at 42. The Pew Research Center, which I'm a big fan of, a proponent of what they do and their services and their philanthropic activities, um, 52% for looks like Biden and 42% on Trump. And the state news work and network, the state news network, otherwise known as the Trump News Network, shows Biden at 53 and Trump at 43. That's actually Fox News, folks, don't, you know. Um, but, um, you know, it goes on. I mean, there's uh, Reuters, 5240, uh, CNN, 57-41. You know, there's just nowhere. There's just nowhere. Let me check. I'm going to comb this. Give me, give me a minute to comb this. Okay. There's got to be some something somewhere that shows Trump ahead. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> come me on, come on. Give me something. Give me something. Give me something. Come on. Come on. Come on. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Come on. Come on. Oh, here's something. Oh, closer. no. Wait fake news. Got, I found one. I found one closer. I found one closer. Reuters. Reuters, I'm sorry, Reuters, like Rolo Reuter, yeah, plumbers. Um, uh, Reuters. <laughs> um, you mean Hooters? Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> the Hooters poll is, shows um, is tighter. Uh, Biden with a two point lead over Trump, 42 40. Okay. I've watched that be the only real one there is out of all these. It's going to get tighter. I don't. I, I mean, I'm looking at these numbers. I'm not going to read them all. I'm just going on and on all these different polls. But the numbers are very, very far apart, except just a couple of instances. Um, let's go over some of the swing states. All right. I think that's crucial because um, these are states where um, Trump in 2016 uh, won by just a couple of votes per precinct. And uh, that means if, if, if more than, you know, somebody gets home late from work and they, you know, all the polls said, oh, my God, Clinton's going to win this thing. It's double digits. I'm, I don't feel like voting. I'm not going to stand the line, whatever. And if just a couple of people who were in that mindset did vote, the react, the results would have been much different. Um, in Michigan, which, again, uh, Trump won by two votes per precinct, right? Two percent. Okay. Biden is ahead by – I'm just going to go over this real quick. Let me scan real quick. Give me a second. 48, 52, 42. He's ahead by, I would say, just scanning over this, you know, plus or minus one or two. He's ahead by eight or nine percentage points, like 48 to 40, 52, 46, that kind of thing right there. Yeah. Is that, is That's that Michigan, good? swing state. Is that good or bad? It all depends on – which side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? 
<laughs> Which side? <laughs> right. But we, we, right. Side are you on, boys? Which side are you on? Ooh. You know, we we've seen before for years ago with uh, I think Bush when he was running, the numbers was like that, and Bush just came out of nowhere. Bush Bush Jr. came out of nowhere and won Florida. That was it. Remember that? Yeah, well, how about yeah, – yeah, but did he win Florida? Those, that's with the hanging Chad, wasn't it? Or was that Al Gore? I forget which one that was. I think Al Gore – Yeah, Al Gore was, went, won it, but they said um, basically I guess Bush won it too. They, I think uh, something went wrong, and they they counted the ballots again, and Bush won. Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. In Georgia, that's another swing state big time, right? Big time. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for real close numbers here. Let's see if we can find it. Now, Georgia, you know, down south, you know, typically a red state, Georgia, you know, it's been, you know, gone red for many, many elections here. Right now, in Georgia, recent polling um, shows Biden, let me scan these, so many different polls here. Um, Quinnipiac University, 50, I'm going to read the Biden's numbers first, Trump number second. 5144, 5047, CBS 4647. Now, now there we go. Trump, there we go. I, I wanted to find it, one that showed Trump had found one in Georgia by one point. Um, New York Times shows him dead heat even at 45. Uh, Monmouth University shows Trump ahead in Georgia by one point. CBS News, Biden ahead by one point. Um, so, what we're looking, Fox News, Fox, the Trump News Network, right, shows Biden ahead by two. So what does wow. that mean? Now, now will, Biden, will Biden win Georgia? Probably not. I, I don't really saying. care what these numbers show. But what it does show is the overwhelming support and, and dissatis- of Biden and dissatisfaction of Donald Trump. That's what it shows. Now, now can Trump win this, win this thing? Probably. Probably will win Georgia. Does Biden need Georgia to win the election? Absolutely not. But – and, and, you know, and look, Biden could win. He absolutely could. By these numbers, he could win. But I'm not going to count on that. If, if Biden if it wins Georgia and Georgia becomes a blue state in this election, yours truly will be very, very surprised. But uh, it could happen. Let's go to Texas. Let's look at what the, num- the Texas numbers are here on the Coast to Coast show and the Andy and Amanda program. We have um, – oh, my. Okay, here we go. Trump 50, Biden 45. I want to read Trump numbers first, Biden number second. University of Texas shows 50 to 45, 50, 45. New York Times, 46, 43. CBS News, 48, 46. Um, CBS News, 46, 45. University of Texas, 48, 44. Uh, So, you know, it looks like uh, there's a couple of polls that show Biden ahead, but for the most part, you know, I would say 90% of the polls that are that I have in front of me show um, that uh, Trump's going to win Texas. But what that also – but, but the numbers are very small, you know, 44, 43, 48, yeah. to 46, 49, 45, 47, 48, in favor of Biden in that case, CNN, the CNN poll. Um, you can see what the Fox poll is in Texas. That Fox News, the Trump News Network, the state news – Showing in Texas, Biden forty-five, Trump forty-four. Hmm, that's close. Wow. And, and 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 that must be to the dismay of all the people who only watch Fox. That you know the, the Trump News Network. Let's go to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania, my home state, and the state neighboring where Cornell is right now. He's down in Delaware. We can look at your yeah. state in a minute, there, Cornell. Um, but right now, Pennsylvania, uh, which went in favor of Trump in 2016 is showing Joe Biden 54 to 41, 54 to 42, 51 49 42, Washington Post 54 45, New York Times 940, Fox News, Fox News 51 in favor of Biden, 44 in favor of Trump. So, and, and these are all swing states. That's why I'm picking these particular states. They decide election. I told. Uh, Cornell, we take a look at his backyard there, and you know they don't even put it in here because it really doesn't count. No, but but seriously, I don't have Delaware numbers here. I just don't have. I don't think. Uh, I don't think. Uh, uh, don't be personally Cornell, but nobody really gives a 
Uh, uh, damn. Oh, Conan, we care about you, though. We care well, about you, though. Well, we what about Philadelphia? About Philadelphia? How about Philadelphia? I don't know. Well, Philly's going to go Democrat, obviously, but the state of Pennsylvania we just read off before. Let's look at Wisconsin. Let's go to Wisconsin. And um, because I'd also want to remember in 2016, uh, for our listeners' benefit, it was 2016, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin sent Trump to the White House by about 74,000 votes across those three states. Again, Hillary Clinton won more than three, or just under, rather, three million more votes nationally. Then, wow. So, but those three states on the Electoral College, the three states, 74,000 some odd votes, put Trump in the White House. So that's what we're looking at those suites and the suite states and the other swing states. Because we're going to reexamine if the election were held today, where would those three states go today? According to all these polls combined, again, if you combine them all, the average is what I said before, about 43 to, uh, 53 to 42 right in there. So in Wisconsin, CBS News says Biden, 5140 Trump. New York Times, 5141. That's 5141. Um, Marquette Law School, Marquette um, Wisconsin, for, uh, excuse me, Michigan, uh, 47-42, NBC News, 54-44, University of Wisconsin, 49-44, Washington Post, 52-46, CNN, 52-42, CBS, 48-42, Winnipeg University, 42, Trump, 49, that would be a, a Trump being favorite, Fox News, again, State News, Trump News Network, 48-39% Trump. So what we're looking at at, at, at Trump's own news network, every single poll that I've read off so far shows their candidate, their guy, their man losing by 9 to 10 points across the board wow. in every single state we look at here. Hmm. Wow. Let's go to Florida. And the reason why I want to go to Florida, how do you like this election coverage here on the Coast to Coast show? Let's go to Florida. <laughs> and the reason why I want to, <laughs> I want to go to Florida, look at Wolf Blitzer. Here comes Andy Let's Kendall. Go. Um, <laughs> the, the, reason why, the, the reason why we like to go to Florida is because uh, whoever's won Florida in the past six or eight, I forget which one, don't quote me here, six or eight elections, um, whoever's won Florida won the election, right? So regardless of what the other swing states do. So if the election were held today, the same polls that I read you earlier, we're looking at the Gwinnipeck University poll showing Biden's name comes first here, Trump's, Trump's name comes second. 5140, University of North Florida, 5145. New York Times, 47-42. Washington Post, 47-51. Putting Trump 51 as plus or minus margin of error. CBS News, margin of error, 48-46. Kaiser Family Foundation is another philanthropic organization. They're showing 43-42, margin of error. Monmouth University, 50-45, outside margin of error. New York Times, 47-41. University of North Florida, 48-43. Where is the Trump News Network? I don't see them in this poll. I don't see them anywhere here. Mm -hmm. They're probably afraid of that one. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, Minnesota, and that's where uh, Trump uh, got up at several rallies, uh, you know, thousands outdoors. Again, one of those places he's gone back to, I think, three times now, having thousands of people show up with no masks on, um, uh, saying, also, we're going to win, quote, unquote, we're going to win Minnesota. We're going to win Pennsylvania. We're going to win Michigan. I am the greatest. <laughs> I am the greatest. That was Muhammad Ali, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's Muhammad Andy. Ali. Do you have time to yes. tell us the story of Roosevelt and a man on the subway in Paris? Oh, thank you for reminding me. Let's just read that last Minnesota poll, and we'll, and we'll leave this poll. We'll leave it at, at this, just because it's another one of those states that uh, Trump keeps going back to. Um, Washington Post. 57, Trump 41, CBS News 5041, New York Times 5041, Fox News. Ready for this? Trump News Network 51% goes Biden 40, 38%. That's in Minnesota. That's the Fox News Network. Okay, we're going to leave it alone. So, right now, what we're showing here in the uh, coast to coast election headquarters is <laughs> is uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly. Looking at a 
and a Biden victory. And also, we should touch upon before I want to go into the story real quick because it's kind of funny. But I want to touch upon before you finish. Trump is visiting Fauci. Did I hear Trump's in the background there? Did I hear Donald Trump in the background there? On a, on a, I heard something. <laughs> yeah, me too. Somebody. I heard it too. <laughs> so, so anyway, here, um, yeah, he's he's not he's not in our studios. I assure you that. I don't think he would show up here. It would be great if he did. But anyway, we treat <laughs> yeah. him with the most utmost respect. I assure you. Um, Absolutely. So here's so here's what happens. So I'm I'm traveling. I'm in uh, I'm in Paris. Right. And we're and, and Mandy, you've been to Paris, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, you've been to Paris. What's yeah. those shops called? Vigivigou, Vigivigay. Those shops where the big arch, the big arches, and all the stores on both sides of that big wide street, and you know, became You know, I feel really ignorant on this one. I know what you're talking about. You know the big arch. That big arch. Yeah. Can somebody look up for me? What's that big arch in Paris on that big, that big, you know, very famous street? Because it was famous for two reasons. I look, Not I look it up right now. Isn't it Arc de Triomphe or something like or that? Or two. I can't remember. That big arch. How so I'm no better off. I am no better off. Our listeners will probably know, I'm sure. You know, you probably think, Andy, come on, get off it. But I really, I'm no better off now than I was when I was in Paris looking the, for it. The, because the, this is what I did. Brand- the Grande Archie? What's it called? The Grande? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What street? Archie? Yeah, what's the street? The street is called Vigie, Vigie, Vigie? Uh, Vigie? It's called, uh, Vigie, Vigie. Excuse me. Right. <laughs> Located in Le, Le De Vince, Le Da, something like that. We're all in each other right now. Oh, we're in 14 countries around the world that we can't even... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it shows our international wherewithal, folks. That's right. We are very, you know, but we can't think of it for the life of us. But you all know, oh, probably French listeners, know. I apologize. Yeah, I'm you got to excuse us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So here's what happens. You, you, so you know where I'm at right now because no better off when I was in Paris, right? Yeah. So I'm looking for the name. I'm, I'm looking for and now, and I, I got to know the metros pretty well. And, and Mandy, you know the metros in Paris. You can go anywhere, like, like yes. London, but, you know. Like Boston and New York, I mean, it's just you know, Paris is a phenomenal underground. So, um, I'm not I'm not talking about in terms of revolution. I'm talking about in terms of train. So, um, the uh, they're underground. That is. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 uh, so. I kind of like that myself. Anyway, so we gonna be so, banned from France. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I went down the metro because I wanted to go to see this famous street, and I've been there before, and I just couldn't think of the name of it. So, do you hear? Me? So here's what happens: I go to the metro, and I, I can't really pronounce the name like I can't right now. And I, and I was a little embarrassed. I found this older gentleman standing by himself. And I go up to him and I said, do you know, by any chance, know where the big shops are? The arch, the, how you say, Vajivaja, Vajou. And he looks at me. I go up to this old guy. I said something like, abracadabra. You know, something like that. Yeah. You know? And he says, he looks at me, he says, American. I'm like, yes. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, abracadabra. Bajee, bajee. I'm pointing. I'm pointing. And I'm like, pointing. Where, where are, you know, I'm pointing. I'm just looking for directions to the abracadabra. And I'm pointing. Where, where it be? Where is it? Bajee. The shops, the arch, the and he's oh American, oh, oh oh Roosevelt, and I figured you know what this is an old senile guy. I'm like Roosevelt was president a long time ago, so I said no 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 George Bush, George Bush. He said, no. Hey Andy, that when you said George, he was How'd like go, <laughs> a long time. Like, no no no. And I see guys 
probably real old guy. He was an old guy. I'm thinking he didn't know that Roosevelt wasn't president anymore. So I'm like, no, no, Bush, Bush president, Bush president, Roosevelt, long time ago. Where is Vijay Vizu? He goes, oh, uh, uh, and he train coming, and he, and he, and he you know, t- signals me. He couldn't speak English. So get, on, get on the train with me. And again, he keeps saying Roosevelt. And I said, no, 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 not Roosevelt. Bush, Bush, Bush is now the president. Roosevelt, long time ago. Go. <laughs> World War, you know, before, you know, Roosevelt. Now Bush, Bush president, Bush. Um, and I want to go to Vajib, uh, to Vajib, and a couple stops. And then the train finally comes to a stop, and he points up to the stop we're at, and, goes to, and it, 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 the train pulls into the platform. A big sign on the platform says, Roosevelt. Are you swearing? <laughs> Andy, I thought, I thought he was going to say, oh, you mean McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, the big arch. A big like on the train platform. Oh, a big sign on the train platform, Roosevelt. Sitting there the whole time, spending all this time with this older guy, now guy has no idea. Son is no longer the president of the United States. It's George Bush, the president now. And I'm sitting there telling him, no, 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 Bush. Anyway, where, where is this? What stopped like? It's going Roosevelt. I mean, no, 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 no. Stop. Pull to the platform. Hello. Hey, I, I guess they um. <laughs> they said, they him off. I guess they pushed him off the platform at this point. <laughs> yeah, it is like okay, they, you they, they, they did. They did. They, they did. You want to make apple pie? Okay. <laughs> oh, you know they're oh gonna be the gosh. most sought after arches in the world, no matter what country you go to. Um. I I can't speak for everybody, but a lot of people, especially from from the UK, if they go abroad, everybody knows McDonald's. So you can guarantee if they go for a, you know, a night out on the town and they're looking for food afterwards, instead of you know trying local cuisine, they go to a McDonald's. Definitely. I'm like, you can't go wrong. No, <laughs> no, right? A familiar, cheap, you know, and the menu's always slightly different in each country, right? So I guess it keeps you guessing a little. But uh, <laughs> I surprised when I heard that. Oh dear, what is the one coming to? Yeah, we just talking about it. Name. <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> Andy, did it cut out yes. for me or everybody then when you were talking about the the, the platform? It's what about it completely cat- quiet. What about a, a oh, I suppose I got cut off. Oh, I didn't know if it was my connection or. No, it was my connection here. Yeah, I don't oh. know what happened. I, I figured you all had enough of me anyway. You're probably tired of hearing me. Like people. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, never that. Destroy, never destroy that. my life. You know, never that. Destroy my life. <laughs> yes. Um, you know that I, I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. Thank you, and that I. I appreciate you know that's why we love you so much. You know what I mean? You know, we're oh, no. hey. oh shut. Um, the um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I want to touch upon something. Does anybody remember what it was? I want to touch upon. <laughs> it was nothing but soft. I know it was something. We said. Remember before I told that embarrassing story about me and Roosevelt? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about the, uh, um, you know how Trump has. Um, been dissing uh, Fauci, been speaking very negatively about him, you know, okay. saying that uh, that if he were in charge of this thing, that 800,000 people would be dead instead of 220,000, whatever it is. Of course. And, um, oh my God, I'm just getting, are we, I'm just, I feel like, like we said, I think last week, we're beating a dead horse here. I'm just almost getting tired of it. You know, this, you know, what, you know, it just, it goes on and on and on and on and on. I just, you know, election yeah. day is close. We have a debate coming up. We have a debate coming up. You're going to see uh, you'll see Amanda and I debating live. On, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really great. We don't know. I debate, debate so many about. things on a daily basis, you know. <laughs> We're going to find something. We're going to find something we disagree upon. There's got to be something. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, of course. How, how, <laughs> I, I have one. Oh. I have one. Debate about the best, the best maker of... Um, 
baked chicken. Ooh. Mm. Now, now, is there a maker of baked chicken? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to our next program. Yes. Next. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I love you, Cornell. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, it was a good um, idea, though. So I was going to touch upon that, and I think I already touched upon that. But that's all we need to know is that that Trump is out there now, just singing, if you want, for lack of a better word, uh, Fauci. And uh, you know, we went over the the total cases at the beginning of the show with the uh, two hundred nineteen thousand nine fifty dead now in the United States and one million one hundred sixteen thousand uh, dead around the world directly as a result of this pandemic. The United States is a, one of the worst track records of handling this thing in its citizens. And, uh, you know, it all starts at the top. And, you know, remember that, folks, when you go to vote. Just just remember that. And many, many people, as a matter of fact, I was at, uh, at a social event uh, last night. We're sitting here talking about, you know, we kind of live in a bubble, you know, here. And, you know, I'm safe and we're safe. And I live a safe life and I'm careful and, you know, I don't do a whole lot. Um, and which is probably why I have time to do the show. I'd normally be out playing guitar, but anyway, uh, it's kind of cool that we're doing the show, you know, but um, the, the thing is that we live in this little bubble and outside of our each individual bubbles, hundreds of millions of people around the world have died. And I know I, I've lost some people close to, you know, friends, or old friends, or acquaintances, yeah. people I've known of um, who have died and some young and healthy actually too, you know, not, not seniors. And some seniors as well that I know, but anyway, and, and hey, John Pry, you know, needless to say, one of the greatest singer-songwriters ever to to, to grace this earth, um, died. Uh, he was touring in Europe and came down with uh, coronavirus, so probably on the way back from Europe, and uh, died shortly thereafter. John Pry, but anyway, that was back in April. Um, but anyway, uh, getting back to the numbers here. Um, it's you know it's hard to relate to, and I understand why people go out without masks and say, you know, I'm tired of this thing. I'm 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 coroned out. You know, I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm I don't know anybody yeah. who's had this thing. I have not had this thing. I'm good. I go to the stores. I eat at patio restaurants. I drive around. I go to the beach. I I just don't see it. And and what I do see is from people around me or friends of mine or friends that have had it, they, they come down with a bad case of the flu and, 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 you know, they get over it and they like the flu. I just don't see it. But, but the numbers are the numbers and that's what we have to live by. Not the fact that we individually can't relate to it or that we individually are done with this. Yeah. We can't let that overwhelm and become our lives. We can't do that. We got to pay attention to the numbers because they are not lies. They are real. They are real. Ask the 220,000 families that have lost loved ones and the 1,114,000 around the world who have lost sons, daughters, sisters, brothers, uncles, aunts, fathers, mothers, and so forth, and dear friends. You know, ask those people how real it is. You know, and um, and we got to remember that it's it's kind of. Uh, you know, even on the show, I mean, you know, every time I prep for the show, I'm looking at the numbers and Corona, and this one said that, and this one said this. I'm like, oh my god, give me a break. I'm, I'm ready. When's this going to go away? And uh, it just, you know, that's right. That's where I am on this. I'm, I'm like, but we got to keep, we got to keep beating the dead horse because we got to make sure that at least our listeners and the folks who download this show, and we know people do in 14 countries around the world, and we have over 1,260 followers or whatever the number is now that do listen to this show, most of which as a podcast, not live, even though we do have live listeners, we appreciate you very much. I don't know why you don't call in and join the show. You could, but anyway, um, the folks <laughs> who listen to this as, as a podcast – uh, and there are people who agree with this, and we know we've had callers that that are, you know, uh, that disagree with us, and we respect you as much and respect. Yeah, we appreciate you all the same, guys. Ideas. We really do. Abs, abs, and that is the absolute truth. It really, really is. Even though it might not sound like it, it is. Um, <laughs> but and it's actually no, goddamn it! I don't give a, a flying whatever what you think. Okay, now get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Now. Uh, <laughs> We oh my God! Do we? So, <laughs> another you know more than an hour has flown by. We're on the after show right now. We're no longer broadcasting live, and people are listening. To this is a podcast, which most are don't know that this is actually at one time a, blo- a live broadcast. 
But we're no longer live, so hey, we can get we can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when the show ended. We we did going on for a while. Rich ended a while back. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So we're going to put this. Uh, we're going to distribute the show on our podcast network and all the usual podcast outlets. We'll have yeah, you have the opportunity to download the show. And the fact that you're listening right now means that you did, and we thank you. We thank you. Absolutely. This is the Coast to Coast. You really do. This is the Coast to Coast show, the Andy and Amanda program. We also have Cornell Butler who produces the show back in Delaware, Joe Biden's home state, um, which is the only reason why he's on the show. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No respect. Cornell's no, there. God, you know, no respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, I'm no. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. God, you're lucky. You're show, lucky, Cornell. Keep up, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so we're, um, we have a rerun tomorrow. We might be live tomorrow. You never know. Or, you know, breaking news. We come on live. We, we make that, you know, kind of a last minute decision. Um, if we either we do live or a pre recorded show tomorrow, five o'clock Pacific time, whatever time zone it is in your corner of the world, um, so be it. Um, and then Wednesday, we are surely back again live on the Coast to Coast program. I've been threatening to uh, cast my ballot on the mail and live on the show for almost a yeah. week now and haven't done it yet. I'm great at stalling. Um, <laughs> and but I'll try to do it Wednesday. Also, um, I don't want to forget that we are going to have our friends uh, Joe and Margaret Fahan, the Flying Fahans. Look up their yeah. – their, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have them on. They both recently retired from Delta, flying thousands and thousands of passengers all over the world. This husband and wife on an EP-30. And, of course, as most of you know, I'm a former pilot and have a lot of friends and kind of keep in tune with that industry. And Joe and I flew together way early part of our careers on the commuter airline and stayed buddies ever since. And He's just retired, and, um, and and Margaret and Joe have been flying around the world uh, for six years now on an A330, and we get to talk to him all about what it's like to do that, you know, and uh, uh, what they're doing now since they've just uh, taken her, uh, a little bit of an early retirement, uh, more so Margaret than Joe, from Delta Airlines. I'm really um, looking forward we'll, to that show, Andy. Yeah, they'll be good. So I think we're going to try to have them on maybe, if not Wednesday, depends on what happens in the news. You know, it really does. Okay. Uh, yeah. If not Wednesday, then, then Monday. And we are, we are a news-driven program here. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things I wanted to get to, a lot of guests we wanted to get to. And yeah. oh, hey, Andy, don't forget yes. to Friday, we have a new guy that's on the program for Conspiracy Yeah, let's talk about – right. Uh, some of you – and I know we have – what do we say? Twelve hundred some followers. So some of you may have heard Chet Gardner, who's uh, a, a musician, music producer, record producer, and former, back in the day, uh, radio and television host of a news uh, conversation program himself. And he chimed in on Conspiracy Friday and did such an exquisite job that we invited him to be a co-host on Conspiracy Fridays moving forward. So Chet Gardner is going to be with us for most of the show um, on Friday. And he's wonderful and very knowledgeable and, and uh, experienced and will um, be shedding, so, shedding some light on various <laughs> conspiracies. Uh, Andy, shut up already, would you? Okay, I will. All right, now. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, he'll, he'll be with us on Friday. So thanks for reminding me, Cornell. Any last-minute words? Uh, on your uh, side of the globe, uh, 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 what's your name again? Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. Yeah. Amanda. Um, yes. No. 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 Just that I apologise for uh, not remembering uh, France's uh, landscape, and uh, <laughs> that's so embarrassing, right? I mean, oh god, you know, it's it's next door. I'm gonna say it's next door to me. <laughs> but no. It, I, it, pos- what? Sorry. Sorry. It's, sorry. What? It's, huh? Yeah, you probably, everybody knows probably that that arch, you know that. Uh, um, um, oh, I know what it's called. I know what it's called. You ready? Yeah. We're gonna yeah. End, we we end the show. We actually know what it's called. The Champs Elysees. Oh. Right. Oh. Okay. I want to. I want to spell it. Okay. C H A M P S. Champs. And yeah. then the next the hyphen. E L. Excuse me. E L Y. S E E S, Champs Elysees. Champs Elysees. That's oh. it. I, 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 you, did, you did it. You're close. I okay. think you're very close. 
<laughs> so yes, it's um, it's one of the okay. It's one of the most. I'm gonna read it. Okay, here it is. It's one of the most famous shopping streets, not only in Paris but in the world, and that's why Andy Kimball had no idea how to pronounce it or what it was. He insisted that uh, this elderly gentleman that uh, Roosevelt was no longer the president of the United States when the elderly gentleman was trying to tell Andy that that the head was stopped to get off the there. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's two kilometers in length. It stretches from the uh, Palais de la Colcone to the Arc de Chibrelet and it's a must on Oh, it's a must visit. The street is lined with impressive luxury boutiques from Louis Vuitton to Cartier, as well as huge flagship stores for brands such as Banana Republic and Sephira or Sephora, what do you call it there? All the stores nice. promise well, I don't need to read all, but you get the idea. Yeah, we 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 get it, yeah. Definitely. But okay. thank you. <laughs> You're quite welcome. I had to do that before we went off the air. Well, Merci, we've been off the air. Our number, folks, looking ahead is 515-605-9888. Please don't be shy. You can call on the show. We do know you're out there listening and having a fun time, and uh, we invite you to uh, to join us. And uh, hope you do what we do here, you know? We try not Absolutely. to take ourselves too seriously, even though there's very serious news we need to talk about. But, uh, you know, we're here. So, Having fun uh, is important, too. Yeah. That is our alarm that we got to get off this show, you know. And, uh, I actually and, like women much more than I like men. Yeah, yeah there we go. Actually, we're going to run off the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All um, right, then, guys. So we're going to go, folks. Thanks for listening. This is the Coast to Coast program for Amanda Love, for Corona Butler. My name is Andy Kimball. This is the Coast to Coast program. We'll see you live on Wednesday. Thanks for chiming in. We'll see. Take you, care. Folks. Be safe. Yeah.